What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. probably the best film in the entire series at least in my opinion captain america winter soldier and to help me talk about that today are two very special people we have eric the periodic gamer back again and for his first time in i think like a fucking year we have mike who came back he hasn't been on since i think the avengers episode (laughs) which is like episode 50 (laughs) but uh yeah so uh eric uh how you doing man you know what, Ryan? I'm doing really good. Okay, it's Sunday. I got my wife beater on. I'm ready for you guys. I'm coming down on Mike. <laughs> I'm gonna shut him down. Let's do this. And uh, and Mike, how have you been, man? It's been such a long time. It's been good, dude. It's good to be back on, seeing you guys' faces. I know we're zooming it up right now, and I missed you guys. And Eric, despite looking like <laughs> you know a piece of shit, look at, look at, dude. But you, you got some definition of his traps, so you can see it popping out a little bit. So I think he's been That's working true. out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's great to have you back, man. And uh, yeah, even though it is Zoom, it's still good to see your beautiful face. And yes, Eric does look like he's ready to beat his wife. So let's just uh, not Eric, <laughs> What's that? I said that's just not what I do. It's just it's just not who he is. It's not who he is uh that's a character assassination there um how are you gonna roll us into this topic eric i was wondering how you're gonna fit that in what are you talking about dude your oh. soldier how's how's your day going ryan oh no 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 no, no. hold on hold on this is important because okay, no you, you guys are messing it all up there. you guys are messing it up just keep keep going it will mess okay 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 hold on mike we'll we'll let him we'll it we'll will come it. in we'll i'm telling it. you just leave it alone okay uh i'm doing great i recorded a podcast earlier this week with ray at at underscore raymond and it was his first time on the show we talked about his career in graphic design and talked about some pokemon after all that and his favorite video games and movies it was a fucking great episode and it's the first video cool like meant for youtube video also podcast and uh be sure to check that out because this is the second one we're recording today for it and yeah I, i work's been great uh, worked another six days this week, you know, chilling, doing my thing. So ready to talk about some Captain America, man. Nice, Ryan. How many cases did you sell today? Are you this week? I'm sorry. I don't know, like a hundred plus something. There you go. Uh, Is your manager happy with it? He's happy as shit because we our whole team hit all of our goals over a hundred percent. So that's great. Looking good. Yeah. Good why are you good condescending, day. dude? Why? Why are you condescending? 
Mike obviously doesn't listen. Mike obviously doesn't listen to the podcast. Otherwise, he would. Get he sure dirt. does it. He, he just added himself. First, <laughs> all right. Well, still, I'm not letting it pass. Okay, <laughs> not letting it pass. Peace. Um. Well, that's good, Ryan. I'm glad to hear you're doing well. Uh, I like that parkway back there. I see that. I just noticed that. Good deal. Yeah, I I have to go get some thumbtacks to hang them up correctly. Uh, I got the hundredth and stick your guns when I still got to hang up. And then we have the elevator scene from Captain America on the TV. Probably one of the best scenes of the movie. Uh, but yeah, so we're here to talk about Marvel. And Marvel in 2023 has been, almost feels like a former shell of itself. Just, it's really gone downhill, unfortunately. Um, you can't keep making great product constantly, though. Like, it's bound to happen creatively. But uh, going back to these movies, though, and, you know, the early MCU is really fun because everything was on track to lead up to something, which is Thanos. And uh, fuck, like, I forgot that, like, this movie really kind of sets that in motion, too. And for Captain, you know, with the post credit scene uh, leading up to Ultron. Um, so I thought that was badass. But uh, yeah, so we're here to talk about Winter Soldier. And uh, Eric, you know, when Winter Soldier first came out, were you, uh, you know, with the trailers and stuff? knowing how like some of the comics go with like Bucky's reintroduction as Winter Soldier. Um, do you remember how, like how you felt about this movie? Like when it first came out as opposed to today, or is it still pretty much the same? Um, I think when, it, when we first saw the trailer and stuff, I was pretty excited. I think uh, at that point after Avengers, you know, it was cool to get Captain America two basically, or what it was. And um, I think we were excited for Winter Soldier and that whole aspect, but I didn't, I don't think at that point I knew kind of obviously we hadn't seen it yet. So I didn't know exactly what we were going to get rewatching it last night after, you know, I mean, obviously we've watched it a couple times, but rewatching it last night was a lot of fun. Um, the damn thing still holds up. I mean, you know, it's kind of crazy how well this movie actually was done and there's not without its faults and little things, but for what it is, it's, it's top tier Marvel. Like I told you, um, yeah. But at the same time, it's almost like it's not even a Marvel movie. It's a little different. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, the Russos have gone off and said that it's like it was like a. they didn't even think about it like that. It was like an espionage spy movie, which it really kind of is. And uh, I enjoyed the hell out of it, honestly, last night. I thought I was going to only watch like maybe half and try to finish it this morning. But I just plowed through it because I wanted to. You know, I was I didn't fall asleep. I was still like in bed laying there just watching it. So. If that's a testament yeah. to it, because you know how damn well I fall asleep all the time, brother. Shut up, Mike. I was going to say, I fucking... Yeah, Mike's... I mean, don't <laughs> worry, everyone's going to see him laughing at you. Like, the video's going on YouTube. Um, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so I was watching it last night, too, and, you know, I'm pretty much in the same boat. It was really cool to, like, come off Avengers and, and see Captain get his second movie and, like, you know, obviously knowing the Winter Soldier kind of storyline, and, you know, it's really exciting to see them flesh it out in the movies. And then um, I think because it's like a spy espionage film, that's also what saves the villain part that you kind of were talking about in text, but we'll get, we'll get into that eventually. Um, but yeah, I think like this movie still holds up to this day, even with like current, like social climate and just like technology and all that and the internet. Um, it's really cool how a, a movie made so well back then still kind of holds up in terms of what's going on today with like what people want to do with technology, like AI and all that. Um, so it's pretty cool to, uh, to watch it again and and i think for me the reason why like i like cast like my favorite hero and like the movies are 
my favorites. I just love the respect everyone has for Cap because like he's earned it, you know, like he doesn't like he's humble and he's not a piece of shit. Um, he's he's got a lot of humility. So I think it's like always cool how everyone's like willing to do just like Sam's like literally just like ready to jump into hell for him with him uh, because of the respect he has for him that he's earned. And uh, I don't know, I really like that kind of stuff because it, it literally happens all the way to end game. Like it literally doesn't stop even after Cap's gone, you know, in the Cap uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier show. So uh, it's uh, pretty nuts to see like uh, to go back and watch something after seeing like current MCU some of the films and stuff but uh mike you're moving around there i don't know if you're ready to talk yet or not um but i was gonna ask you okay yeah so i wanted to ask you how you felt about like coming off avengers back in the day and watching winter soldier and then watching it again this week like does it still hold up for you or even more so now i think even more so because i i i again like i thought I would have to break it up in pieces, kind of like how Eric was talking about. But I went right through it, and it still holds up. And after, I don't wish I could remember. Like I don't remember how I felt. I don't remember the trailers, but um, you know, it was uh, it was the Russo brothers' first crack at the Marvel stuff, right? Yeah. yeah so it's um, rewatching it, and then kind of going through, and and then seeing how that how this movie kind of had the ripple effect on everything. Had that happen? That's uh, happened the rest of the way, like um, you know, from the, the the Winter Soldier character to you know Shield and to everything. And um, I, yeah, it held up for me. I don't think there's nothing for me to really say. I want to shit on it. I want to shit on Marvel as much as I can because Eric, you know, is such a fanboy of Marvel. Um, but uh, I can't on this one. And this is still top five of all time for me for Marvel. Um, but yeah, it's Robert Redford's character was great. I thought, um, you know, there's, I can nitpick at a few things kind of like, but you know, it'd be nitpicking. And, uh, I don't think, um, yeah, man, it's just, yeah. Wait, like now that I look at it, all, everything on the, on the effect it has on Marvel, it's pretty cool. It was good. It, you know, still holds up. Yeah, I think like the ripple effect part is a good thing to point out because yeah, like Natasha basically inadvertently sets up Civil War. The Shield and Hydra stuff continues throughout all the way to Falcon and Winter Soldier. And then you have uh obviously the twins at the end, which sets up Age of Ultron, which continues to lead into Thanos and all that, and the Infinity Stones and just literally really goes down all these lanes and they still are connected till this day or still have, like you said, even still till this day have an effect on the series. Um, so yeah, it is pretty badass that they've managed to do all that. But also like Eric said, which is what their goal was too, is to not even feel like a Marvel film. They still did all that. So it's, uh, it's pretty crazy when you think about it uh, on the surface, but Eric, is there like a, a moment in the movie that like still stands out to you that you still really appreciate or, or might've became your favorite watching it last night. Uh, I mean, it's gotta be the elevator scene, right? <laughs> yeah, it's probably the elevator scene. I, I mean, mean, you really, because really the funny thing was, is I, I hadn't even thought about it while I was watching it. And then, you know, he, he talks to Alexander Pierce and he walks away and then, goes down one floor and some guys show up, goes down another floor, here's Rumla, goes down another floor, here's some more guys, then goes down and there's the other guy. So when it started going, I just hadn't, I wasn't expect, I wasn't ready for it. So to watch it again and then hit, and then I was like, oh, dude. And he's just like moving, kind of shifting in between people, getting himself ready to go. 
And then the one line is just like, if you guys want to get off, now's your chance. And he just beats that shit. Now, you know, they, they start to get the better of him, but of course they don't. It's Cap. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's probably, that's probably the most pivotal scene in the, or coolest and best scene in the movie. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, the, I believe it was right after that too, when they're doing the car chase and he finally fights Winter Soldier. That's a really good scene too, like just that whole thing. Oh, that's like one that they showcase a lot and like behind the scenes because Chris Evans actually did like that fight scene, even when the stuntman's got the knife and all that. Mm. Um, like he actually performed that. So yeah, that's always like those are like the two biggest scenes that they always kind of showcase, or it's uh the Falcon's first flight, you know, but basically when he gets uh uh, still well off the you know from falling mm-hmm. um but i think like some of the fight scenes in the, the helicarriers were cool with falcon um and how he utilized the missiles to blow up the um the circular part so he can put the chip in to make it want to shoot the other helicarrier um but yeah i don't think anything can probably compare to uh the uh elevator scene or that like you said the, the card chase scene um i thought like uh him stealthily taking out the pirates on the ship at the beginning was cool. Um, cause that is like called his stealth suit. Um, uh, so to see him just be that, that it makes him quiet, but for him to be that quiet, uh, makes it more interesting and fun. Uh, but yeah, Mike, is there a scene that's either different or the same that like really stands out to you, uh, rewatching this film again? That was the one thing. Cause that was, I remember that part because I remember it, it was in theaters and when, Fury confront confronted Pierce about what was going on. And then that next scene, you see him in the car, and then you see him like all of a sudden, all of a sudden he's like, you know, trying to, you know. So I was kind of disappointed at that because, like, okay, well, I guess now Pierce is shitty. Cause, you know, and so that's kind of right. but but even after that, like, and that segues into the my favorite part was was the chasing and the uh and the the dude, and I don't know what tool he was using to escape, but how he just you know, made a hole in, in, in the earth to, 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 you know, to jump out, to get out, to get away. Um, but that was, that's my favorite scene. That was my favorite scene. Uh, even the opening scene when, you know, when he was with this stealth mode uh, suit, um, that was the only thing I remember when, when I kind of, I thought at the time it was like, okay, well now I guess Pierce is the bad guy and we'll see Winter Soldier. I kind of wish they didn't make it as obvious, but um but then again, I was like, then that then that scene happened, and I was like, okay, I'm I'm back in, and it was uh it was pretty cool. So that 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 scene, maybe. Um, Did you say the Jackson, yeah, no. Jackson scene? Yeah, Sam yeah, Jackson. So he, scene with yeah, the, that's a good, yeah. I didn't think about that one, but that one's pretty. So, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I'd say that's also a really good chase scene, and then you also have shortly after that when Cap chases him through the apartments and he throws his shield and. Bucky just grabs it and just stares at him and like the way they cut to him grabbing yeah. it is uh pretty sick. Uh but yeah, no, we definitely gotta give Sam Jackson some credit. That was badass too when he pulls out the fucking like the hand the minigun little minigun in his car. Well not the well, yeah, the lightsaber too. Oh yeah, the minigun, I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, <laughs> the gun he used to kill everybody. Yeah. yeah that was one thing lightsaber. I noticed too that um and it doesn't I don't care, but I just noticed that technically speaking, everybody's kind of killing people. Like Cap killed, had to have killed a couple of people. Like Natasha definitely shot people. Nick Fury's killing people. So I just, again, I don't care. I just thought it was, I never 
didn't I don't know I just didn't think about it and then I was just watching well, it and I'm like, oh shit people are like killed dying well yeah if you watch like they the show scene, there's it. like one there's like one guy specifically that cap kicks and it's like dude that guy's dead for sure yeah, he <laughs> kicks the crap out of him and he hits the side of the boat and then flies out yes yeah yeah that guy just is uh I was like he's dead he either broke drowning. his spine or yeah he's paralyzed he's paraplegic and then drowned like yeah there's no way like he's alive. Great sharks are gonna eat him yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was one thing I did notice too. Um, but yeah, I think those are the, probably like the pivotal, the best scenes and stuff. Um, you know, what I did realize or what I, I didn't remember cause I hadn't seen the movie in a while. And then as I was watching it, you know, um, I don't know how your guys' thoughts are, but man, I thought Black Widow looked real good. You know what I'm saying? Oh dude, she's hot as fuck. But I, mean, I also... I like that she was in the film too. That's like one of my favorite things about it too, though. Is like even though she wasn't going to get her own solo film, at least she right, was still extremely time. utilized in this one. Yeah. And then like, like I almost thought to the point where they could have even had Hawkeye in it, like just to see all of them like work together to do this stuff. But you know, yeah. Well, he's not you even know, it's like that article that takes we, place. Yeah, it's like that prostate article that we read. You know, where yeah. you got to jerk off 20, 21 times a month to make sure you avoid prostate cancer. That's you correct. Know, if that's you how didn't good know that, she everyone. looked. Oh, is that what you did during the film? Yeah. You just pause it? Well, I couldn't, but maybe. But <laughs> okay, I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. Uh, Cap, Cap was like, "Oh, oh, damn, girl!" When they're in the yeah. mall and they're going down the escalator, she's like, "Kiss me." There was a couple points where right. I was like, "Dang, dude, he's coming. She's coming onto him." I thought oh, she was. I thought you were gonna say there was a couple points where you whipped it out, dude. No, no. <laughs> Oh, okay. She just looked yeah. good. I didn't see. I didn't see enough. No, I mean, slash yeah, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, yeah, she's pretty hot. She's she's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, but no, I I, I loved how you uh you or she was utilized in the film. You know, Sam. Uh, you know, Fury's badass, which is why I'm like excited for Secret Invasion because it just kind of looks like a Winter Soldier type show, or it just feels like it has like the espionage because literally the scrolls are. You know, pretending to be people or not. So, yeah. Uh, you know, Mike, when you when you think about the current MCU, because now we can do this. Thank God, Phase Four is over. Uh, when you think about the current MCU, and then going back and watching a film like this, and kind of knowing how they were planning on moving forward, like, how does it make you feel like about the current films as opposed to the older ones? Um, it it just this one. Well, I think it just felt grounded, like. I've I've not I, I've been I've done my best. That's putting it like that's putting it nicely, like to try and keep up with what's been going on, and um, and you know they gotta interweb all these stories and all these characters, and they're on a schedule, and and I get it, and you know especially nowadays where you know and I tell us Eric all the time, you know Marvel seems more and more W O K E. I mean, all caps, you know, now more than never. And I, 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 to each his own, you know, I, you know, personally, I'm, it is what it is, but, but this one felt more grounded. That's why I felt, that's why this one sticks out to me the most. Um, it's not my favorite Marvel movie of all time. Uh, it's still Iron Man. I think it always will be Iron Man, but it's definitely top five. Um, I don't think, um, I don't think, I don't think there, it's going to be pretty hard for them. That's 
hopefully secret invasion does do that though i'll definitely if, if that's the case with this whole you know theories in outer space and you know and the storyline of that but i'll this one felt special because it introduced a few key characters they had a nod to pulp fiction for sam jackson at the end on the <laughs> I, I thought that was pretty cool i forgot all about that but uh you know but they're expanding it just it just this one felt different because it was just grounded it cared about the characters and they let off some unexpected emotion during the course of the movie which was pretty cool a little different and uh yeah i mean but marvel is gonna do what they're gonna do now so they're just gonna appease the fans as best they can while staying socially accepted in this climate that's what it is it's true though we can talk about it because you know it's a it's a free space to do so yeah i think marvel going full woke and focusing on agendas and shit in their storytelling is just awful and it's not so much like the like um like people had a people problem with america chavez for being lesbian but like her character just is in the comics so it's like that's not an issue but it is uh when i, I think of like ant-man most recently like Catherine newton's cassie lang was just like shitting on her own dad and how he's not good enough at anything even though he fucking like helped save the world twice and it's just like just utter bullshit how they just focus on like agendas and when this movie for instance has two um you know a couple of its main casts are you know uh minorities if you will you know samuel jackson and anthony mackie but then you also have a lead female you know scarlett johansson it's like you know, you could still have these incredible characters and incredible actors without having to force an agenda on the 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 viewer, the audience, you know, and, and I think that's always been something that's kind of bothered me about modern media or cinema. It's not just Marvel, but cinema in the last like five to 10 years is if you just write a, an amazing original character or a good story and focus on telling that good story and not focusing on what an, an agenda could be. Um, people would probably accept a lot of things out there that are different than what they grew up with, you know, in current uh, times, you know, it's, it's just, I, I don't know why they keep fucking this up. Like, it's pretty simple, man. Uh, it's really not that hard. You know, I feel like a lot of people would be very accepting if it's just a good original story or um, just a character done right. I mean, people aren't asking for much here. Uh, but Hollywood just can't figure that out. They can't pull their head out of their asses. They have to appease something you know someone out there and i don't know who it is because right now uh movies movies that have these agendas aren't doing good they're doing bad but then you see for instance um i know we're kind of going off track here a little bit but uh then you see a movie that just wants to be a good movie for what it is with the source material like the new the super mario brothers movie it's expected to hit one billion dollars next week it's been less than a month since it's been out and it's just a good movie with a great cast of, you know, obviously it's animated, but it's still a great cast of characters. You have all sorts of characters from every walks of life. And it's just telling those character stories. And that's all they did, man. And everyone loves it. Like, it's really not that hard. And I just don't understand it. But uh, Eric, uh, as opposed to like current Marvel, you know, and going back and watching this one, you know, seeing so going from phase two to phase four, you know, how does it make you feel about like the current climate of Marvel as opposed to where we were at? Granted, they obviously had more of a a focus leading up to the Infinity Wars. Um, yeah, I mean, watching this and then thinking about what's 
coming or has come in the last year or so, year and a half. Um, it's a little tough because you almost wonder why this seems to be so good. Uh, I don't know if it's the quote-unquote woke thing that you guys are discussing 100%. Um, I don't know what Cassie's issue with her dad not being around is woke, but okay. I mean, the fact that it was brought up, maybe, I guess. I was brought um, up when she's talking about fighting protests and stuff and fighting for people's rights. And he's like, dude, he literally fought to save the fucking universe. Like, suck a dick. Yeah, but she wasn't, he wasn't and around for her. The, he wasn't if around we pull for up her, the lines, you'll see. He it. wasn't around like, for I, his daughter, dude. It wasn't, she wasn't even saying about that. But she didn't even say that. That's she was talking didn't about. You there You're for, out there you're saving so the world. Stupid. You can't she be a devil's advocate. You save the world. I'm saving the world. I'm going to protest, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, she's doing a whole lot. Whatever. Anyway, um, I'm just honestly, I'm I'm surprised that the story stories now are not. The, I don't know if it's like the lack of direction. I don't know if they're just not that good, but you know, watching Winter Soldier, I mean, there's there's not even like the story's fine. It's good, but it's not like they didn't rewrite anything. You know what I mean? It's an espionage movie. They. They check a couple boxes off. They add a couple characters. They, but it's still freaking awesome. But I don't understand why they're like. Maybe they don't have the same writers, or I don't know. They just seem to have lost focus because this one's, you know, they. I mean, think about how many things are in Winter Soldier that, technically speaking, are pushed and introduced and. Uh, are adding to the, the the following story. You've got a, a end credit scene that's got two characters for like ten seconds. You've got Bucky, maybe a couple name drops. Um, I think the guy when I did Maxim- say Stephen Strange, right? Okay. Um, and what else? I mean, that's saw Bruce Banner. We talk about yeah, but Iron I mean, he's Man already. I mean, he's already a part of it. I'm saying like. I feel like the new stuff is really trying to push a lot of new characters and new Agendas. Easter eggs and and what? <laughs> Nothing. Agendas? Is that what you said? It's yeah. so stupid. It's just the truth, though, man. Okay. Because you're saying that, like, it's just a spy film that does have a couple connections that do lead to the future films, but that goes to my point, though. It's like, they just looked at the source material, adapted it to the current, you know, timeline and, you know, with MCU, because obviously some things have to be different and it's not going to be a one-to-one uh, adaption, but they still did it for the most part with the current characters that they had and the stories that they already had told previously and just moved it forward. Like not, not, they didn't go above their own heads. And I just feel like that's all they're trying to do with these new films. Like, I just feel like Ant-Man's trying to do too much. Like they wasn't even, it just, I don't know. It seems like they're trying to move the needle too far, and well, that's what I'm saying. It's just, I'm not talking about socially. I don't. I'm not even talking about social con. You know, the agendas and bullshit that you're talking about. I'm just saying the story of the MCU moving forward. These last new movies, you know, I don't count the um, the shows because they're you know whatever eight to ten episodes. I'm not talking about those. I'm just talking about the movies. They're just adding too much into them and not giving the story enough. They're just trying to push all this other stuff. Add here, you know, like I said, Ant Man thing. Bill Murray's character could have been out the window. That was the whole point. You know, you you brought up the um, when they go to the 
the rebels or whatever freedom fighters you know yeah. they they wasted time on that you know let's start condensing this stuff down i mean you had a, about 10 characters in winter soldier total and like i said it was very focused is where, where i'm going and you know a couple little things sprinkled here and there and that's i think that's what made it a better movie so i just wish that for the new stuff that's what they would be they would continue to do and maybe that's because they don't know where they're going to go i mean yeah they have kang but you know i don't know i'm not you know, sure Russo why brothers are just that much better than everyone else because they kept the movie focused and move forward but yeah, also maybe. still give everyone backstories they everyone still had backstories of nick fury captain roger you know steven rogers you know fucking sam wilson's character like all of them got more details about their past and still told a storyline and moved it forward yeah. which they can't even they can't barely do these days yeah well and maybe that maybe that is it because they did um you know a lot of their back background is um larger uh scale movies um more cast i mean so like community you know that was where they kind of got started i think and that are not started but they had a kind of a breakthrough type thing yeah. which has a couple different um you know group of characters and stuff so maybe that's just why they they're better at it you know think about all their other movies that they've done you know cherry was good uh community happy endings i don't know what that is but no oh, well maybe they didn't have that much but yeah maybe they're just that much better at it i mean that's why they were able to take on infinity war and endgame so, yeah elevate elevating the character because i didn't like I'm not, I wasn't a big fan of Captain America's first adventure. And I know that doesn't sit well with a lot of people, but it, you know, yeah, I know. Sorry, man. But like, it's just, I mean, it was very, like, of all, it was the most grounded movie. Like, since, I don't know if I can remember, but like, yeah, I mean, since Iron Man, pretty much like, you know, I what I don't because I wanted to kind of ask you guys too because the Hydra stuff I understand and it's in comic lore and I get it and but if if Hydra and if Steve was frozen seventy years ago and they brought him out they had him thawed out and if they knew he was going to be a threat why 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 defrost him with it I mean they obviously used him for a variety of reasons that was kind of under the you know what I mean like why. Why? I mean, but I get it because they, you know, he's the first, he's the first Avenger, he's super soldier. And, you know, they didn't know if it like Hydra was planning on doing this, all this shit. And, you know, and they keep around Steve for, I, I want to know what you guys felt about that. Well, I think, um, I think Black Widow kind of um, said some, or somebody, I feel like now that you're bringing that up, somebody actually said something about that in the movie where it's like, um, when they find out that Shield is technically Hydra, and they're talking about like, well, whose side are you on, or or what, you know? But I think Black Widow is the one that says something towards the effect of, well, you know, we've been doing, or maybe it's Alexander Pierce. Basically, well, you've been doing what we wanted you to do, you know, what what you the missions you've been on is what we've been wanting you to do. So since he's there, they've been using him to do specific things. But to your point, you know, maybe that's what it is. Like they they're kind of playing puppeteer if you will um but you may do make a good point like if they are if shield is hydra why did they thaw his ass out 
Like why well, in the just... comics, he's actually a sleep raging too, though, that they eventually activate as well. And he does oh. become a Hydra Captain America. Mm-hmm. Um, but but Natasha also does say that she thought she knew who lies she was telling, but now she doesn't know. So, like that's another line that she has. Yeah. Um but that's kind of the thing about the movie, though, is like Mike said that you knew Alexander Pierce was a villain, but at the same time, you kind of di- didn't because of how well they were telling the story of how you can't trust anyone. Throughout the entire movie, you don't really know who they could trust until it concludes, you know, until they start going to the helicarriers. And that was kind of like something I was pretty impressed with, too, though, is the way they were delivering the movie. It always kind of made you wonder who they could not trust next. Um, you know, first viewing, of course, obviously, we know what happens. Um, but you know, I think the thing that goes with why do they free on, you know, defrost Captain America is even at the post credit scene, when you have the guy who has the twins, he's saying, oh, just lead them to other Hydra locations. So that way they don't have to worry about ours. Like, I don't know. They, it seems like they're just a shitty organization who's willing to betray each other at any moment. But you also had Nick Fury and his shield, the one that was defrosting Captain America. It wasn't the whole organization of shield that's with Hydra. I mean, we even see them having a, a quick civil war in the in that moment. True. The operating, so I don't think it was like the shield isn't all um, uh, compromised. It's it's just yeah, only parts of it, and it was the parts that um, couldn't be controlled because it was Nick Fury who was the one that was leading it. I think that is, I think it's actually just that simple. But even the World Council wasn't even a part of Hydra; they all mm-hmm. died. So Alexander Pierce was literally uh, on his own agenda with that part of Hydra. So yeah, you're Mike, talking about get, a fraction. So you're well, about a... well, well, all right. Well, they had a guy. They had Larry Sanders. He was a senator. He was like a high. He was like a high up senator. He was like whispering, "Hail Hydra!" And that well, I forget his name, but like I, you're right. No, that makes sense. It does make sense. Like, but it's you know, it's fucking. I Captain get what you're America. saying, but they did kind of cut. They did kind of cover their asses because so much of Nick Fury's team wasn't had nothing to do with Hydra. And I think that's why they kind of got, can get away with that. And it's not too much of a plot hole, but it's, it's on the very crit. It's on the cusp of being a plot hole though. Like you're right there. It's just, I think because of all of Nick Fury's people still being good people, none of them were betrayed or betrayed him then, or, you know, besides Rumlow, I guess who's crossbones um, for the dumbest three 30 seconds and dies. Uh, yeah. So they, it's a good argument. But I think that they did enough to cover their asses with that one. Um, but it's pretty damn close from being a problem. I want to ask you guys, how how'd you feel about Falcon and his introduction and um, all that for this movie in particular? I thought it was uh, extremely well done and utilized. It was very simple and didn't have to be uh, complex. It just made sense and... Uh, it just worked with like Cap's history and, you know, having lost his best friend and, you know, Sam losing his best friend literally in combat as well. Um, but Sam also being such a um, a pivotal, pivotal member to join at this point because of how he can be utilized with his flight and his ability to extract, which is literally what he was doing. So uh, I thought it felt great. And I think Anthony Mackey's a fantastic Sam Wilson and um, sad to say, even after he becomes Cap in the new show. Um, still just kind of wish he was the Falcon. So I thought he was just a really, really well done Falcon. And I loved his growth throughout the movies. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I, I just feel like they just did a really good job with that character, man. Um, but, uh, yeah, I can't, I was trying to think of like, 
anything I dislike, but I really, I don't, I can't really think of anything because I thought him like still exploring his own history after being frozen and talking, talking to Peggy, you know, who's got dementia. Um, I don't know. I thought it was, thought it was pretty good. I, I honestly, I, I was trying to think of a critique and Mike almost had me there for a second, but uh, I still can't think of anything really that I don't like about the film. Yeah. Um, the, th- the third act, I think the third act was, was, uh, it could have been a little shorter, but, um, but no, I mean, again, like I said in the beginning, like I'd be nitpicking. I mean, you know, it's really, I mean, he always seems to be fighting his last, because like, I remember in the first movie, he was like on a shit fighting Red Skull and now he's on a shit fighting Winter Soldier. Like he's always fighting on that, like that catwalk, you know? Yeah. Um, I actually do yeah. agree with you, Mike, though. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 oh, no, no, no. I was done. I was done. Go ahead. No, I actually agree with you, though, that like the third act does kind of slow the movie down a bit. Like the first two, I think, are just so much better. Because uh, as Eric was saying, too, the, the end of the second act is him finally fighting Bucky on the streets. And like that's that was a fucking bad. And then we had the elevator scene as well in that second act. So I do agree 100 percent that like the third act is like it's so good, but it's just it's not like the first two at all. Like The first two are just so much better. But, um, yeah, I, 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 I mean, I, I don't know. I. I was trying to, I was really racking my brain and I, I saw like I was watching the movie looking for shit to pick out. I'll, yeah. now I'm like, but you know, I thought, uh, you, you know, even Falcon for, for a role character, he's just a really good, he's a really good role character that got a good introduction. Like the people nowadays that are world characters for Marvel would wish they got the service that Mackie got, you know, back then. So, yeah. um, yeah, man. Yeah, and uh, you know it's cool too though. Is like Falcon is such a great you know partner to Captain America in the comics, and they kind of just immediately made you feel that way, only moments after they talk. So it's pretty sweet. Um, yeah, I can't really think of anything else to really say. I mean, the post credit scene was great. Well, what about uh, what what was your guys' take on like Bucky Barnes and Winter Soldier and kind of yeah, utilizing him? I mean, um the goth version of him versus the normal version of him. And definitely like the short haired normal version of him better. But I think, uh, I think coming off of like first Avenger and how much they fleshed out Bucky in that film and them being best friends, uh, coming into winter soldier and them kind of like refreshing you a little bit with some of the museum. And then the one flashback uh, scene where he says like, I'll be to the end of the line or I'll be there and, for the yeah. end of the line with you. Yeah, it had to so make like, sense of having him look completely different, being the same character, but completely different mentally and then almost physically, too, to make it work, right? Yeah, and I, I think uh, I think it's fantastic. Like, Sebastian Stan's a good Bucky, for sure. Um, but I think it was cool how well done he was, because you could tell, I mean, Chris Evans just did such a good job of making Cap look so fucked up over it like seeing his best friend again that he thought was dead the whole time, who was basically like a brother to him. So, uh, yeah, I think they did great. And I like that he didn't just go back to being Bucky, you know, even at the end of the film, he just pulls him out of the water and walks away. Like, that's it. Yeah. It's not like he beat his ass and beat him up mentally, you know, put him back on track. He still doesn't know what the fuck's going on at the end of the movie. Doesn't know who he is you know, what he's been doing, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I think that was a good choice, too. 
Yeah, I think that was a bold choice because um, this movie literally just, like we talked about, sets up the rest of the MCU to some degree, but for sure, like Civil War. Um, Civil War definitely gets put in place with this movie, and that's why it's kind of cool to see where Bucky's at in that one uh, following his uh, time in this movie. So, uh, yeah, no, I thought I thought the Winter Soldier was great. He's menacing as fuck. Like, all of his fight scenes were great. Like, he never felt like he wasn't as powerful as he should be. So I thought I thought they did a good job of that. Yeah, I thought the back and forth fighting between him and Cap um, was good. I mean, obviously, I think maybe if you don't know what we know, maybe some of the people, the audience watching may think, oh, well, how is he so, he's such, he is as strong as Cap, like when they're fighting on the rooftop for the first first time and he, he's got the instincts and obviously he's got the metal arm, but you know, but when he throws the shield back, you know, Cap's like gets pushed back a little bit when he catches it, and so yeah. Then they take that, they show the Zola part, they go back in the in time a little bit, they show that whole thing, and kind of, I thought that whole story was perfectly done to at least give him the backstory, a little bit of a backstory, um, the flashbacking from the museum to just his mental flashbacks as Cap, where they're on the stairs, and I think his mom died, and they're talking about. You know, that that just shows kind of he's like, oh, I'll sleep on the floor like it's cool. Like any cap's like, well, I don't need any I don't need anything right now. And he's like, no, I'm, I'll am i be here. So, I mean, it just shows that they're given enough storyline for people who don't know the comics, maybe or whatever. And I, that was pretty much perfectly done as well, too. Yeah, they're definitely making you feel for the character, you know, who's not the villain, but technically. Well, yeah, he's still a villain. Um, but they also make you sympathize sympathize for him as well. Um, so yeah, go ahead, Mike. Then, then here's I forgot about this, but uh, I don't know how else they could have done it better or introduced or you know. But the Nazi scientist computer sequence, yeah, Zola. I, but like, yeah, I Zola. Yes, I, I some some other way. Some other way. I liked it a lot. You didn't like how they introduced Zola? No. No, I thought I, I I was trying to think of any other way that could relate to both characters being there and and how it would be better, but I didn't I did not I don't know about Zola being in a in a outdated uh I don't know how like I don't know. I, I that didn't that kind of took me out of it a little bit. I remember that. But again, nitpicking. Yeah, I actually like the way they did that. Um, but the other thing about Winter Soldier too, before we get away from his character, is I like how every time Bucky throughout the series, you know, and then obviously in this film when they're fighting on the street, every time he holds the shield, it just looks badass because he's also Captain America in the comics. So it's like always cool when Bucky is holding the shield too in a fight. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I thought Zola's introduction was fine. I didn't mind the old technology because it's like, yeah, he they did that back then, and you know who's left to he's not even he's not even supposed to be around because he's Hydra, so no one would like update his processors and computers and shit because he's not even supposed to be activated. But uh, I get it, yeah, I get it. It's just it's just something you didn't like. It's fine. Fuck you, Eric. Here's my there's yeah. my chair. Here's my cherry on top. Yeah, yeah. There it is. <laughs> No, I was just waiting for you to say anything else. 
I don't know. Uh, I'm yeah, just I, confused by what, what you didn't like. Like, what was the part of it that you, you just didn't like that he was in a computer? That he was in an old computer? Would he, was he supposed to be in a Macintosh? Yeah, like, do you want him and to be in a Macintosh? No, that, I'm like seriously asking, like, why didn't you like it? What was it that you didn't like about that whole sequence? Because, because I mean, maybe not during first viewing. I, I But I just to uncover that type of secret, like that type of huge, like that's a big, that's a big fucking deal. Like you're, you're like some like an agency that pretty much what, uh, what, what Natasha said to, to Rogers was like, Oh, you, how does it feel that you've been living a lie the last 70 years? Like, but then to have that, like, and again, nitpicking, but like to have such a huge secret. And I got like a guy doing a shitty German accent that says he's Swedish or no, he's from Switzerland Algeria. and like Algeria, whatever. And like, you know, a guy, a character that was, I guess, relevant. He was, he had a lot of screen time in the first one. It just, I thought something more like that's deep cutting that, that kind of like, oh, shit, fuck like that. It, when I, I did you, when you guys saw, cause I know a lot of people, especially the hardcore, hardcore fan, like when you guys saw fucking Zola's face pop up under there and doing that shitty accent, you guys were like, and then when he when he revealed all the secrets, they're like, oh, like I mean, I, I, I like that was more, that's like a gas moment. That's like, oh shit, like shit's now like you can't trust anybody. They're all they're gonna fucking you know, like for me, like I don't know how they could have done that better. But again, like I don't know how then that part of the plot again. I'm not coming with any solutions, but. I was Wait, like, so for is such it the a fact huge... that he's a computer or the fact that he's his brain was in a computer? Both. But now now that now the fact that you you keep re, I, now that it's all coming back to me is more I hate it. <laughs> it's like I don't know. Like it's just not it's just something that like all right, like we're following, like all right, they, they went to the Apple store and they found this location in Jersey, and then Cap's having flashbacks and they find this bunker with a bunch of outdated shit in there. And they walk in and and then Natasha types in, yes, initiate system. And then this fucking dude pops up that's like, you know, I don't know. I I don't I thought it could like I don't I didn't want to bring this up because I, I wish I would have like, okay, what if this happened? But I mean I, I I'll give you that. I guess it could have been better than her just typing in yes and then I just don't know what uncover, else could, I don't know what else I, I don't know either. Done. Like uncovering the truth, like uncovering that. Like maybe what they should have done was there should have been like a hologram, some like updated technology where he actually has his body and he's talking instead of a computer screen and just his like zeros and ones well, eyes. And then they should have been able to go yeah. through the records like paperwork because it's an old yeah. facility. Is that what you're saying? Something, so, something so you know, that that's what he looks yeah. like in the comics. So they were just trying to copy that part. Just the well, yeah. part. All right. Well, just okay, but. Well, the first thing that came when you were saying that, Eric, was first that, like, they have a Tesseract, like, something with the Tesseract, maybe, that, like, could, but, I don't know, like, that's, like, a big, that's a big deal, because, like, shield to shield, and... They should have, they should have done the hologram thing, like I'm saying. The the equipment, the stuff should have been updated, it shouldn't have been, like, the, whatever it was, 1960s or 70s, 80s computers, and all that stuff. They should have figured out a way and then actually have him look like himself from like the first Avenger 
then he gets all pissed off and he tries to fight him, but he just realizes it's a hologram. That's how good the technology it is. Then at least it brings it up and it makes more sense to us now being in the 2010s, right? Of technology. Well, maybe, so then that, yeah. that may be a little bit better. And then I don't know. Or maybe there's more like failed super soldier type dudes in there. And maybe like they chopped yeah, like, inter- or they chopped Cap's off interrogating him. Maybe they chopped <laughs> off his head to, to keep his brain. They put him in a jar of water and he's yeah. just got like this body, yeah. so his head's just bobbling around and then maybe something like that. <laughs> something. I don't know. You know, you know, <laughs> what'd you say? The Futurama? Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Well, no, I mean, I don't disagree with that. I mean, I guess it could have been better. But I mean, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. There's a couple I ways mean, you know, could have gone, but I don't know how they would have made it better. You know what we're saying, though, Ryan? And like, that's like a bit, that's like a huge turn of events. Like, I don't know. I just, I just wish it was, you know, not something that was kind of a green screen dude that, that, that was like talking to both of them. And, Natasha's like, it's a recording. It's like, no, it's not a recording. And I don't know. Nitpicking. Nitpicking. Yeah. I, so, uh, okay, but yeah. we're past that. I, I got to ask something. <laughs> did you guys like Alexander Pierce? Yeah. You did? Because I, mean, I did. Know, I, I was really happy when he died. So was it's I. fucking Robert Redford, dude. It's Redford. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, okay, I, whatever. I. No, that, I thought he was fine. He 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 was supposed to be a douchebag, and he played a douchebag. He did great. Okay, Mike. He's Mike. Really loves Robert Redford. Yeah, I guess. Oh, so, okay. All right. Well, hold on. Put some respect on the man's name, first of all. I know. I like if it's he played the he played the perfect type of like he's like tier one shield dude that has clearance for everything. He's in charge of this project that you know is supposed to be you know security purposes and predict the future and take out all these bad people but like it was like redford's like like you know and he's shaking fury's hand like hey make hey all right i'll help you just make sure you know tony flies over my my girl's birthday party and you know and i was the only thing i just didn't like was the was fury finds out confronts him and the next scene's like okay well he sends like a death squad to go kill him for you know that was the only thing but yeah I thought why that, you, why that, you... that scene was cringy. Oh yeah, we'll do it. Just send Captain or uh, Man over and make sure he stays there to mingle. Like, I was like, that's stupid. He didn't say all that shit. Don't don't try to. Yes, add he did, extra, dude. Yes, oh, he, he did. didn't, dude. Right. Right. I said, make right. sure Fine. that Iron Man flies by, but Doesn't actually stays to mingle this time. Yeah, yeah. Shut up, Mike. I, mean, yeah. I, I didn't think it was cringy, but he definitely says it. I mean, I didn't. I'm just not, not as cringy as fucking Zola. Fucking talking through it. sounds like he had that like that lung cancer where he's talking he had too many cigarettes in his life, you know? Through that speaker Listen box. Here, you son of a bitch. That scene was not that bad. You fuck. Yeah, it wasn't. wasn't. That, I mean, it's just the grab the grab like the weight of the the the, the plot. Like we're on where this is a huge like I just I I think we just can't. Eric just had a better idea the moment, with the guy the with moment the brain. still just... felt huge though. <laughs> like even when the even when that moment originally happened with just the computer screen as you're describing, you know, as of what it is, it still felt huge when it happened. And then the fucking ballistic missile gets shot at them. Like, I don't know. It still felt pretty impactful. I don't know. Nothing took away from that besides mm-hmm. your fucking thought process. It didn't. 
And, and also, does does Steve does Rogers know how to use a cell phone? And and he can no, fucking text. No, because you never see him use one. Hey, 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 Tony Stark. Like I, these everyone. I can't trust anyone. But you're the person I saved New York City with. Like, can you come and help me with this uh, shield problem? Okay, so know. that's something that the MCU just is always gonna have a problem with now moving forward. Even with like the current films, or yeah, they kind of. I mean, I don't know really how you get out of that. It's not like the actors can just be in everything because you have to pay them for it. But sure, yeah, sure, like, why isn't Iron Man there? Then you can be like, oh, well, they mentioned Stephen Strange. Why didn't just introduce him here too to help save? Yeah, I don't know. You can't you can't do it. I don't know. That's a that's a nitpick rabbit hole not worth going down because there's nothing you can really do about that. But yeah, they mentioned yeah, that, Tony Stark like fucking four or five times. You'd think he'd show right, up, yeah, and just yeah. destroy these helicarriers right. at the end. He could just you'd have been one of them to, to the fucking ground. <laughs> like, yeah. But Dude, uh, it would have been yeah. better if Zola Zola came up in that scene, and then Howard Stark had his little fucking, and he came in like, "Hey, man, not cool." Or. Or at the very least, why wasn't War Machine showing up since he's actually in the military still and still a part of like security and all that? So, you know, mm. there you go. I think they should have called him Zoloft. <laughs> Instead of Zola. Zola. I'm really glad I'm really glad Eric's here. Really contributing the, the, a lot the dad, to that the, one. The perfect dad joke right there. Yeah, I'm fucking it's guy. a dad joke, dude. I thought it would have been funny. Like yeah. if Captain yeah. Eddie pops up, he's like, "Is that Zoloft?" And he's like, pissed off, like, "Oh, no, mother it's Zola!" Like that would have been funny. Said, yeah. That was pretty funny, actually. <laughs> Is that Zola? <laughs> oh, God, because he's trying um, to learn. That would have been funny, dude. He doesn't remember seventy years removed. Now he's in the the now times, and he's like trying to go through. You know, he's watching TV. <laughs> He's got downtime. There's commercials for Zoloft between, you know, on whatever while he's watching TV to try to catch up. And then the first thing that comes out of his mind is like, oh, is that Zoloft? Zoloft is an ED pill, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's right, we'll go with that. Yeah, yeah. No, it is, we'll right? Go with that, dude. I don't think so, dude. Well, let me check. I don't think so. And then it's yeah, it's like, worth, yeah, that's worth a Google. You don't need Zoloft. Yeah. Man, we're diving into the porn parody of Winter Soldier, apparently. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. I, That's we, definitely we just... not what it's for. Is it not? It's for depression. It's for, like... it's for depression. Ooh. And social anxiety disorder. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Anyways, okay. Let's get back to it. Um, I mean, I don't really know what else there is to say, man. I feel like we covered pretty much everything i mean yeah well, i don't know how uh, Rum- go ahead sorry but with the elevator scene i don't know how rumlo is so easily able to get back up after being shoved in a fucking ceiling <laughs> but you know he's trucking along just fine i mean i feel like if cap threw me into a ceiling i wouldn't be getting back up right away to go hunt him down at a fucking mall so there's yeah. a pick for you all right i mean i was waiting for you to say something and you just... i was saying fucking guy i mean you're not uh, wrong yeah no i i just don't really know what else to say man i just think it's like a really fucking good film and you know i think it's a good film but in terms of like favorites or like things you'd probably highlight like we definitely talked about all the highlights i mean 
you know, I, I don't know what else you could really say. I mean, it's cool they introduced Sharon Carter, but they don't really say it's her last name until Civil War. Or, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, Maria Hill's cool, but she's kind of like, I don't know. Uh, she's kind of like a gag character, I guess. I don't know. She kind of just shows up the most perfect she, time as possible. She made, a, she made a glory hole, too, in the bottom of that car when they got when they got Man, out. Yeah, you really like those fucking little lightsaber, or, you know. I, I mean, that's a glory hole. Quite the device. It checks for prostate cancer too, but it's quite the device to fucking if you're if you're making a hole in the earth, dude, and, and Fury just like jumps in, <laughs> like with the collapse think... lung shot, dude. Yeah. I feel like they could have just fun. gave him the lightsabers to you know make a hole into the helicarrier and just get straight to the thing and put the chip in and call it a day, you know. Uh, I guess Maria so, Hill like... and Fury. I only have those those devices. Those are pretty interesting. Those are pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Eric, you look like you want to say something. Nope. <laughs> nope. Said, no, nope. I don't think there's much uh, more to say. Like you said, I mean, the only other thing I would, I would, you know, where do you guys land on this one? With like a one through 10. And is this top tier? Mm-hmm. Is this a top tier Marvel? You think it's a 10? I mean, Captain America is my favorite hero. Of course, I'm gonna okay. like it the most. Okay, I'm just I'm, well. Take your bias aside and take it as a movie that's called Captain America: Winter Soldier. What are you gonna give it? Still ten? Ten? Okay. Yeah. Mike. All right. First of all, asshole, you're not you're not the fucking host. All right. So don't you quit trying to hijack shit. Yeah. Right? That's fucking one. bitch. All right? Yeah. Well, neither uh, are you. Shut up and answer the question. Uh, I I do think Dude. it's a ten though because it, you know, like I said, yeah, I call. No, you can call, no. Sorry, Ryan. If Ryan wants it to be a ten, it's a ten, dude. No, I'm asking what you. What's your, what do you think? Uh, you want a number? I um, eight five. Eight five. That's where I'd go to. Eight five. That's where I'd go to. It's not a perfect movie. Oh well, I mean, no, no, no. I mean, but I. Again, well, what makes I, you drop it a point and a half less than a perfect score? Um, I didn't can't be care for Alexander Pierce. Scene. I didn't care for Al- Alexander Pierce that much as a character. The when we got to the end, the stupid um, aircraft carriers. I mean, whatever. It's just like they're going to send these things up. They cost a gajillion dollars. They're going to kill people. And then at the last three seconds, three, two, one, just like every movie. I'm not even going off Marvel movies, like all of the other movies. Like, why can't we just do it at 10 seconds? There's no suspense to that, dude. Well, whatever. Anyways, and then he gets the card in there and the chip does. I don't know. I just don't think it's I don't think it's a 10 worthy film. I'm at like eight and a half. And suck my balls. Okay. The third act. The third act. A, the third little, act is slow. I do agree with Mike 100. And and I the the uncovering of Zoloft. Hydra. Zoloft. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, when Mike when Mike broke that down, I do agree. Like, it is a big moment. It could have been done differently. I, I'll give him that. He also like. Now that I think about it, when Red in Red Skull, he had like, his plan was like to get helicarriers up there too, right? Didn't he want? Didn't he want to do that too? Something like that. 
Uh, Other than the, the, the test stuff, like he wanted a test react, he wanted to put the, that technology. I don't even in, remember, dude. Wanna... I think he just wanted the technology on all his guns and weapons and stuff, and he wanted all his guys to be suited with like Tesseract weapons and armor and stuff. And then he was going to try to build winter super soldiers again, like everybody else. I think something like that. Pretty sure that was the goal. Yeah. Come back in five. Come back in two minutes, please. So um, I think that that's, you know, I mean, basically it's the same shit. A five, a five is good. I think a five is pretty solid. Like I, the only thing I put up above, I mean, shit, man. Now you got me thinking. You want to put numbers too? Like Iron Man's like, uh, for me, Iron Man. It's Infinity and then Civil and then Winter Soldier. Like in no particular. Well, Iron Man one, but after that, no particular order. So like not. Eight five is like I I still enjoy it. I still like it. My my fucking dad who has no idea what a you know what anything like he watched Winter Soldier and he liked it. That's how you know like it reached out to like more you know you know it, it kind of like goes past like just kids and us and like generations. Of like it's it's a grounded spy thriller. Russo's elevated a, a key character, the uh, uh, you know the trifecta of Thor. Um, I only wish they can do it to Thor, Thor and again Cap and Iron Man. So um, eight five. Sorry, Ryan. Yeah, Thor sucks. You're a piece of shit. It's a ten. No, uh, yeah, Thor is another character that really you know got wasted like a motherfucker. Uh, but yeah, the next movie coming up is Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, which I haven't seen in quite a long time. So I'm pretty excited to rewatch that because I think that's a really solid film. Um. Well, I'm going to probably try to yeah. watch one and two in the next two weeks before we go see number three. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really that comes out in two, two Thursdays or well, less than two weeks. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, thank you guys for being on the show. Uh, go watch Captain America Winter Soldier. Like I said, next up is Guardians 1. Hopefully we can do both of those before we do the Guardians 3 episode. Um. Or at least the Guardians one episode, and then we'll naturally just do Guardians three because we're gonna watch it and then talk about it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Eric, Mike, thank you guys for being on, and uh, that's it. So go watch some Marvel movies. Uh, go watch Super Mario Bros. Check out the last episode of the podcast, and we'll see you on the next one. Yeah, Bye. well, Ryan, thank you for having us. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome, Ryan. You're welcome, Ryan. I love you, yes. and it's been too I long. I love you, and thank you, thank you thank- for having me back on. So I appreciate it. Man, thanks for being here. Oh, dude, anytime. Hey, fuck you. Uh, yeah, anytime, man. We'll have to have you back on for the Guardians one. We'll keep this going. And, but yeah, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.